0: Good morning, it's January 7th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name, and that, of course, was Michael Jackson singing, I'll be there. Today's topic is being there. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. Job 2:13 NIV It had been a particularly harrowing day. After 4 days out of town, I returned to find that one of my long-term infertility patients, who had finally joyously conceived, had lost her pregnancy at 22 weeks due to preterm premature rupture of the membranes and the labor caused by the ensuing infection. My partners had done all the right things. They had behaved professionally and compassionately. They had explained everything to the best of their ability. Still, That morning, the day after her horrific loss, she burst into tears and held her arms open wide when I walked into her hospital room. I sat on her bed and silently held her for a few moments while her sobs subsided. Her husband had his hand on my shoulder throughout and couldn't hide his own tears. Despite a packed schedule, I spent the next 30 minutes listening to the two of them. We covered ground I knew my partners had already covered, but they wanted to hear it from me. We discussed the emotions both of them would experience, from denial, to anger, to bewilderment, to fear, and finally to resolution. We talked about the future. We talked about whatever needed to be talked about, but mostly I listened. Despite the guilt I always feel at not being there for a patient when a crisis occurs, she called out as I turned to leave her room, thank you for being here. You don't know what a difference it makes. I do know what a difference it makes to me and to the patient. I know that without the ability to touch a patient and relieve her suffering, there'd be no reason to do what I do for a living. The remarkable thing though, was that I wasn't there. I mean, not really, at least not when it all went down. But here's the thing, from their perspective, I was there when they needed me most. We will all encounter the anguish of loved ones and friends who face crises of health, whether by accident or circumstance, crises of loss related to a job, their savings, or even the untimely death of a loved one. Compassionate people struggle with how they can possibly help another in their darkest hour. I clearly remember the words of one of my senior seminary professors, a man in his early 90s, still teaching, still imparting knowledge about the Word of God to yet another generation of students. He said not to reach for your store of appropriate Bible verses right off the bat. Don't sit next to them, take their hand and say, let's pray together, unless of course they request that. Don't try to explain that even though their five-year-old just died of leukemia, God is sovereign and it is clearly part of his plan. These are not things for emotionally devastated people to hear in the immediate wake of tragedy. The single best thing you can do is just be there. When Job of the Bible was at his very lowest, Having lost his wealth, his home, his livestock, and his entire family, his closest friends did what? They came and just sat with him silently for a week. They only got off track once when they opened their mouths. How can you help people return to that path that leads to peace? Just be there. When people you care about are suffering, just being there and available is the best thing that you can do to help them find peace. Lord, when people are suffering... Remind me gently that it's not my job to fix or explain their circumstances, only to love them by being present and available to them. Father, help me first to listen. Amen.